sent me to bring glad tidings to the poor and to proclaim liberty to captives. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The Lord Jesus appointed 72 other disciples whom he sent ahead of him in pairs to every town and place he intended to visit. He said to them, the harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for the harvest. Now go on your way. Behold, I am sending you like lambs among wolves. Carry no money, no sap, no sandals, and greet no one on the way. Into whatever house you enter, say, Peace be to this household. If a peaceful person lives there, your peace will rest on him. If not, it will be returned to you. And if not, it will be returned to you as you go your way. Stay in the same house and eat and drink what is offered to you, for the labor is certainly worth his payment. Do not move about from one house to another. Whatever town you enter and they welcome you, eat what they put before you. Cure the sick. Say to them, the kingdom of God is at hand. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. In a few moments, we will bless the bread of St. Anthony on this feast of St. Anthony of Padua. But we have to look at him first. He is certainly someone who takes seriously the mission of Isaiah. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to bring glad tidings. St. Anthony. St. Anthony was born in the 1200s in Portugal. He's Portuguese. He's always associated with Padua, but we'll tell you that in a few seconds as to why. He always wanted to be a priest, so he studied. He's very bright, and he decided to join the religious order called Augustinians. They were preachers. They were known to be preachers. So he fit right in when he started working with them. But then something happened. The Spirit of the Lord was upon him, definitely. When the missionaries, the Augustinian missionaries, had gone to other lands to proclaim Christ, they were massacred. They were massacred in the Holy Land, and they were brought back to Lisbon. He saw that these priests were Franciscans. They were decapitated and mortared, of course, for their faith. He went to the Franciscans and said, 
I would like to be a missionary to take their place. Who's already a priest, already very well educated, and they accepted him. So he became a Franciscan. In the course of his ministry, he was sent to the Holy Land. Got on his boat, made his way, became ill, so the boat was not sure of going all the way to the Holy Land. But in the meantime, a squall came up and the boat was tossed around and then thrown off to trajectory. And it landed, and the Sicilians would call this the Holy Land, it landed in Sicily. It landed in Messina. And I'm Sicilian, so I think he made, he made it to the Holy Land. Not the original Holy Land, but a Holy Land. So now he's a Franciscan without a community, and he, he journeys up the coast, the mainland. Takes a while, and on his way he has hospitality at other Franciscan homes, Franciscan monasteries for a while, and he makes his way toward Padua. There was already a big basilica there, not dedicated to him, of course, and the monks there were having a convention. They called it a chapter. They had so many monks coming that they called it the Mat chapter, M-A-T, because they call, could not fit in the facilities and they slept on mats outside. So time came at that event for ordination. And, and now these were priests being ordained as Augustinians and priests being ordained as Franciscans. Combine them together. So they get ready and they realize that the main preacher for the event didn't show illness or otherwise, we don't know. So the bishop says to Anthony, who already had a good reputation as an eloquent speaker and an intelligent person, would you preach? He got up, he was young, and he preached. And he wowed the community. They called him from then on the golden tongue. He knew scripture so well, and he used scripture in his preaching so well and so seriously that people were admiring him from all over. Then his assignments began, and he stayed in Padua. There was some tension. Not everybody likes everybody. There's a time when he was so dedicated to Christ and his Eucharist that he processed Christ, like we did on Sunday, through the streets of Padua. Well, of course, there were antagonists in the crowd, people who didn't believe the Eucharist, who didn't believe in Christ, and the story goes, there was one man who's standing there with his mule as, as Anthony is processing the Eucharist through the streets. Everybody's kneeling down, but this man stood up, refusing to kneel, and then turned around and noticed his donkey had knelt in front of the Blessed Sacrament. People were amazed. 
The donkey realizes this is the presence of Christ. That's only one of the miracles that are associated. Outstanding events, maybe it wasn't a miracle, that are associated with Anthony. Another time, part of the area rejected him, refused to listen to him when he was preaching. So he went to the sea, and he preached to the fish. What was remarkable is that the fish in the sea came up to the shore and were listening to him, I presume. People were amazed at that. Who is this guy? The story goes that there was a woman, a miller, whose son fell down the well on their property. He was drowned. They brought the kid up and they brought him to St. Anthony, who wasn't a saint now, you realize, to bless him. In the process of blessing this boy, he came back to life. And the mother, who was a miller, said, I will give the, my son's weight in grain and flour to the poor. Hence the association of St. Anthony with bread. So when we bless the bread and we give it out, take some and share it as a sign of the charity that Anthony promotes. He loved the poor. He worked with the poor. He saw no difference between the wealthy and the poor. He brought his word everywhere he could go. And he was a great orator, as I said, but also a great writer. We have many of his sermons documented. He knew how to use the scriptures and apply the scriptures to our lives. So hence, when we say the bread of St. Anthony, we're talking about not only the charity that it's represented by, but we're talking about the words that came from his mouth were bread that fed the hungry. Us, people. His words were charitable. His words were eloquent. And from the time that he preached, bread became associated with him. When he died in, I think, 1231, within the year, because there were so many miracles at his grave, within the year, the Pope canonized him. St. Anthony of Padua was also an associate of St. Francis. They knew each other. And we have letters documenting their relationship. Francis had asked Anthony to teach the young novices, the Franciscan novices, which he did. So today, as we honor someone who is more famous, and if I asked you here, what is he most famous for, what would you say? What would anybody say? Quiet. Lost items? Is that, uh, oh, yeah, I, get, I got a lot of nods at that. Lost items. And we'll conclude with this little beautiful story. He studied the scriptures, and this is a period in which scriptures were handwritten, so they were very expensive. So if you had a set, you held on to it, you put it in special place, even had special covers for it. So he would go into his cell, his room, they call it cells, to pray every day and read the scriptures. One young monk, a novice, was so jealous 
of Anthony's success and popularity, that when he wasn't around, he stole his scriptures. He stole his book of prayer. Everyone searched for it. Everyone looked for it. And Anthony prayed to Jesus, wherever it is, can you please return it to me? As that same monk who stole the book was passing by the cell, what he saw was the child Jesus handing Anthony the scriptures. The room was filled with light, and Anthony received his scriptures back from Jesus. So therefore, we always see Anthony as a remembrance of that, holding the child Jesus, often with a book that the child Jesus is standing on or giving him, bread, representing his love for the poor, and a lily, representing his charity and his pure love from God. I invite you to come with me as we process through the statue of St. Anthony. We bless the bread and petition him. As I'm processing, I invite you to think of the prayers you would like him to answer. I invite you to stand, and from your place, we process to the altar of St. Anthony. Father in heaven, you are the creator of all things. In your goodness, you've given us saints, people who do your will, live your life and share your life with us. Today we thank you for the gift of Saint Anthony of Padua, who shared Jesus with us through the scriptures, through prayer and through charity. As we bless this bread, we ask you to share it with us as we will share it with one another. Give your blessings upon all of us gathered here and let these prayers celebrate our faith in you and our appreciation of St. Anthony. May Almighty God bless us as we gather here remembering St. Anthony of Padua and bless this bread that we use as a symbol of charity and love as a gift to each other. As we give the bread of life and the Eucharist to each other and live it, now symbolically we share this bread, blessed in honor of St. Anthony, and we ask you to be with us through Christ our Lord. Amen. I will invite you forward to receive.